0: Welcome to the Fontenelle from the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. I can say you have made it through the week. As we know, it started out on Monday with a USDA report and just was crazy sailing from there on out. We had the Phase 1 deal take place. We had USMCA take place. And now we're seeing the Midwest getting hit by a, a decent type of storm. We're going to get all the details into what's been happening in these markets this week from Eric Kruger. Eric, of course, is with Smart Yield, based out of Kearney, Nebraska. And Let's start out there. Let's rewind all the way to the beginning. Of the week, I mean, the Monday report came out, and then it was immediately followed up by Phase 1 and USMCA, and really no rest for the weary.
1: really was. really was just a a volatile week in the markets, and we had a lot of questions answered, a lot of questions still open. Um, You know, had a report, of course, on the 10th, and then we come through um, and are able to kind of get through the Phase 1 deal. The market reacted maybe a little different than what a lot of people thought and had a pretty negative day yesterday, and today we're right back up. Um, with some some really strong grains in the corn market, beans kind of solidified a little bit, and we came back. So it was ended up being a, a solid Friday to close on. Um, but it was definitely a, a, a news-filled week.
0: And I'm gonna I'm gonna put a correction there. I said Monday the 10th. I meant Friday the 10th. <laughs> but still, an entire week from from one Friday to the next with so many different reports. The beans themselves, though, as you and I were talking earlier, had a rough trading week.
1: We did. If you look from fri- last Friday's close, we're down 16, a little over 16 cents on the front month on the week. And, you know, it was nice to see support, you know, March being sold kind of at 920 area this morning, got down to 920 on the low and bounced back, finishing up at 929 and change. And um, that's something I think a lot of us thought with. The amount of dollars that, that were announced in the phase one deal and a lot of that we think will swing towards beans now there's kind of both sides of that you know there's there's a, a hog herd that's definitely diminished compared to what it has been recently but they're making some commitments and we need to see those commitments come through it's been well documented that the trade's kind of skeptical about the amount that should be put, purchased but right now we can't say whether it will happen or not it's early um there's there's a lot a year left there's a lot to be seen but i, I think. Having a positive day into a close into a, what what's a three day weekend? I don't want everybody to forget that we are uh, not trading Monday with a holiday, but um, it was a good close, that's for sure.
0: So let's let's look at that because you know you talk about the everything that's happened this week, and and I know that after Phase One happened, many were kind of maybe put off a little surprise that the market didn't stand up and add some excitement to the trade.
1: Yeah, I think, I think people were taken back by a little bit of the selling that we saw. And we saw, you know, a huge move yesterday, rebounded up today, strong in corn, strong in wheat, beans not quite as much. So it's still a little bit of, uh, a little bit of negativity there. But, but, like I said, it was a nice close. Um, I think we kind of forget about South American weather and, and, and South America's really had a good season thus far. Um, they uh, they're going to produce a, what looks like another good crop and they've taken a lot of demand. Uh, from us last year. So I think there's still that fear that that's going to stay
0: that way. The volatility that we saw within this trade, kind of do a a little bit of breakdown about the fact that we did see that volatility. There's one sense that we need to be prepared because the way these markets are reacting so fast, sometimes knee-jerk. As a producer, as a grower, what are some things that you want them to keep in mind?
1: You know, I, th- I think what the last two days is, just reminds us of is that going forward, there's going to be increased volatility. Uh, we got to have a lot of political stuff going on. Um, we, we've kind of re- reached a resolution on some of the trade issues, but you still step back. It's phase one with China. There's still tariffs in place. Um, we're going to need to find out some news on phase two. We need to see them purchase our products. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of underlying things in the market. And I think it shows that our opportunities can be there. You know, we're up strong today. It gives us opportunities, but those opportunities might be short lived. So, uh, we we always preach this. You know, it's that time of year. Get a plan in place. Get down, sat down, and and really start figuring out what's going to work through your operation, and hopefully. Days like today will come and we'll see some opportunities and and a little higher from here. And if not, maybe it's a little lower. But um, guys need to really be aggressive about making sure they take advantage of the big swings.
0: So the last 60 days, as you had said, we've been kind of in this tight range. Is this going to continue through first
1: quarter? You know, historically, yeah. If you look back over the last four or five years, we've really had a pretty quiet first quarter of the year into in the planning intentions, and then it seems like we kind of kind of stay in a range. And then there's always that caveat. It looks like, you know, you go back each of the last five years, and sometime between May and the middle of July, we've we've seen a move in these markets. And it it really doesn't matter what that move is. It's that's just the timing of it. Um, Right now, I think, right, we could see probably there's a little more added strength on the friendliness side of this thing with, with some of that umbrella being taken off these ag markets. We've got the USMCA getting through. We've got a phase one deal. Um, we're through a January report that didn't just push this market lower. So there's, there's some friendly news there. We need exports to pick up. Um, and, and if that happens, I think we could see these markets trend in our favor a little more.
0: Ethanol margins continue to be on the tight side. Does that surprise you?
1: Uh, A little bit, but I think, like I said, I think, um, you know, where prices are and ethanol demand where it's at, I think we need to see that continue to pick up a little bit. I think there was a little more hope we'd get a little more clarification on whether we were going to get a boost for ethanol in this phase one deal a little bit, but um, that's yet to be seen. So uh, we'd like to see those mar- margins widen out a little bit. That usually helps our markets, but right now it's pretty tight.
0: But you've got to love the fact that, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday during the Fontenelle final bell, was China even mentioned specifically ethanol in that phase one deal. So there's got to be a little bit of a bright spot
1: there is i I think there is and you know i I think it came out a week a week ago that they're going to kind of push their mandate off a year which doesn't really change anything because they're going to have to get in a position to be able to mandate a little more ethanol in china so i I think that's a positive thing i think it all helps our markets and like i said that's that's kind of that positive side of of what's going on now we we got to see the follow-through though i think this market is very good at um pricing in what they believe will happen in the future and until that changes until we see physical contracts and sales and boats being loaded we probably aren't going to see the big moves that we were kind of hoping for
0: and then hopefully we do see the markets react and take notice
1: yeah i hope so and, and like i said it's it's not the time of year uh seasonally uh whether it's corn or beans that we usually see big moves we usually we got to get into a little more of the unknowns of a growing season
0: all right well stick around folks we do have more coming up it's the font final bell on the rural radio yeah. network Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. We're continuing the conversation with Eric Kruger from Smart Yield. South America, we know that their harvest is underway, and we have Nebraska lead that's down in Brazil right now. And I saw some Snapchat uh, photos, Eric, that showed soybean fields completely empty.
1: So good to see harvest underway. Haven't heard, though, much number-wise. Have you? Have not, have not seen a lot come out yet, but no, they're getting going. Um, I, I did see uh, weather forecasts. It looks like kind of middle and next week through the other part of February, we could see some pretty significant rainfall in, in some of central Brazil, which would slow down some of that harvest, but as a whole, looks like they're getting ramped up and going.
0: Jump to here, here in the U.S. as we continue to look at what's happening. Um, I'll switch gears over to the livestock side. Let's talk about this hog market because we had USMCA talked about. We had China, the phase one deal. Do you see that as a boost for their market any, anytime soon? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I think it's kind of like beans. It's the thought of it that's there. I think we actually have seen good exports. Export sales have been through the roof here recently. Um, the cutout's been strong, and now we've had a lot of, we've had really strong production as well, kind of curtailing that and offsetting that strength to, to the negative side a little bit. But I think going forward, you know, the market was back support us today a little bit. We're holding April in this, you know, 74 area. I think with a little more positive news, some continued stronger exports, or maybe if we do see a little more purchasing, um, I, I think we could see a move up to that $80 area. But I think, you know, right now it's it's more positive than it is negative, that's for sure.
0: I had a pork producer that made the comment to me because we know that they have the um, avian influenza going around uh, China right now. And he says, well, maybe this will be another boost for us uh, pork-wise because folks aren't going to want to eat chicken knowing the transferability that is there from the disease on that standpoint. So I hate to say good for us, bad for them, but...
1: Yeah, and I think that's that that thought's got to be there. You know, there's always going to be a demand for protein. And if if one's not available, usually the other proteins benefit. So I think with with better demand, we could see that happen and and benefit move over to the hog market and carry over into the cattle market a little bit, too.
0: Well, speaking of cattle market, you made a comment uh, to me during the commercial break that really, there's some money to be made right now in this cattle market.
1: Yeah, you know, that we've seen cash hold strong here. Steady on the week, I think the trade was was looking to see maybe cash trade a little stronger in the south. But we held one, that 124 area in the north, 124 in that $200 level area. And I think the one thing we've got to step back and look at, beef exports have been strong. Um, if they can stay strong, I think we could maybe continue to price you know maybe a little higher uh, cash high in the spring area but I think there's a little little risk when you get out to those summer months we're, we're holding this 119 area on June um, seeing it as high as 120 haven't been able to get there recently so I think there's a little risk there because we usually do see the futures market go price in that summer break in, in the cash market so I think guys should take advantage of that um, we've seen Uh, you know packer margins go from really uh, really unbelievable levels up in this two three hundred dollar area back down into single digits and now come back a little bit but it's nice to see that money flow come back to the producer side what about box beef cutouts what are your thoughts on how they've been this week You know, it's kinda interesting watching that choice select spread come back into where it's at. You know, we were we were extremely wide for a portion of this year and now we're back in tight and I I think um, if we can continue to see beef move and we can continue to see that demand there, it only supports a further run into the cash side of it and I I think that's positive.
0: Looking at the snowstorm that's really talking about hitting much of a feeding country, and we know that it's not just here in Nebraska. As we look at continue to move eastward, does the market have any nervousness as to what the, what's going to happen with
1: these cattle? Yeah, it was interesting today to see it, see a, a storm really come in. And for mu- much of the day, we were down in the markets. And now we've seen, we've seen cattle, of course. We had a nice close over on the live cattle side. The front-month feeder cattle came back to close positive, too. So I, I think there's a thought next week that hopefully uh, we can con- see, continue to see a little higher cash and see that futures market uh, price a little higher move.
0: Well, it's a time where guys maybe are are inside, they're looking at their planting thoughts for 2020. What are some things that you're wanting them to remember as we really continue into this first quarter and they make some marketing plans?
1: Yeah, like I said earlier, I think guys need to, to know what it does for their operation. Every operation is different. Your neighbor is different from you. Um, and I think guys need to know where those targets are take advantage of it. Um, it's one of those years where it's going to be volatile. And there's always going to be opportunities to to take risk on or take risk off. But if we can get good, solid marketing decisions in place when they're there, um, it, takes, it takes a lot a lot of risk off the table later in the year.
0: And obviously very important to have those plans starting now because there's already talk of some wet, wet spring coming our way
1: there is and there's you know we got a lot of drying out to do with the spring um just from what we ended this winter with so i think there's there's a lot of uncertainty left and usually uncertainty helps volatility and that usually helps us get some opportunities in this market so hopefully that'll be the case going forward but uh we'll, we'll find out soon enough
0: you bet and hopefully uh not as wet as what we had last year
1: that's right that's that's the thought
0: now just a reminder markets are closed come monday eric in the meantime what's the best way for folks to get a hold of you
1: yeah, they can give us a call, 308-234-6805, or they can go online to mysmartyield.com. Thanks so much, Eric Kruger's been joining us today. Just a reminder that commodity
0: futures and options do involve substantial risk of loss and are not suitable for all investors. And just a reminder, once again, markets are closed on Monday for the Martin Luther King holiday. And that is this week's version of the Fontenelle Final Bell right here on the Rural Radio Network.